Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 33 of Ronnie's Reflections. I am Ronnie. These are my reflections. We're looking back at the past week. It is currently June 19th, 2022. It's a Sunday morning, 9 a.m. The air conditioner is already kicking on. We're in the midst of like day number six in a row of it being in the mid-90s or higher. It's hot. I'm hot. We're all sweaty. It's unbearable, but uh, we've got some things to talk about because some things in my life happened this past week, and as we do, we talk about them right here on this show, this internet show. <laughs> Listener feedback. What is something that you missed from the past was the question last week. We had dose responses. First one comes from Kelly, my bestie. She said, my childhood, not having a care in the world except for being caught by sharp tooth which is something she talked about in a previous week. The energy I had, also something that she misses. Being required to take naps. Why did I fight it so much? It's a good question. I know her well. She enjoys her sleep. Sleep is good. And, uh, you know, like, we were just so excited when we were young. There were so many things and activities to do. And I think as humans, whenever we're told to do something, we've got a little bit of a rebellious spirit. And we say, no, we will not take that nap. But now... As an adult, if somebody said, you're going to take a nap, if I told you that, Kelly, I think that you would you would rebel against that. I, I, I don't know. I just got a feeling. I got a feeling. Slippery Bricks, our boy Andy, he's got a long comment here, but it's good. It's more than worth reading every bit of it. So here we go. I share similar thoughts with you, buddy, as I miss the childhood simplicity. Eat, play, sleep, and repeat. That was the life. The joy of coming home after school and do nothing, putting down your book bag, Run into the living room TV hoping to catch the beginning of the Power Rangers episode on time when you're supposed to be doing homework instead. You remember whenever that happened, guys? You had to come home and like watch TV at a certain time, otherwise you would miss it. Maybe you could record it with your VHS player. Not anymore. Those simplistic days are gone. I'm kind of ad-libbing a little bit here and adding to some stuff in Andy's. Back to what he was saying. Thank you, Grandma, for not snitching me out while Mom was at work. Ha ha. Your playground story with Becca reminded me of another favorite part of my childhood. Back in elementary, we had a jungle gym. Each day, a random class would get to occupy the jungle gym after lunch, while the rest of the kids play in the schoolyard. The thing is, we don't know which class is chosen to play in there until we're actually outside. Believe me when I say the moment when the school aide guided your class into the jungle gym, that was the grand moment. We were the happiest kids on earth. Better than winning the lottery, I say. I'm not quite sure how they determine it, but I believe which class was on their best behavior got to occupy the jungle gym. Uh, I can relate, Andy. My gosh, whenever I went to gym class and I saw that big parachute thing on the ground, I was destroyed because I hated the parachute. Hated the parachute. I know that that's probably an unpopular opinion. There's lots of people that love the parachute, but I wanted to play sports. I wanted to play basketball every day. If we played basketball every day, I was happy with that. You know, two-hand touch football, that was fine. Just going out on the playground having fun. But, man, if I saw that parachute, I was destroyed. So I can relate. You see that jungle gym, and you, you know it's right there in sight, but then it's taken away from you at the last minute. Some other class gets it. Ah, just destroys you. Andy goes on to say, Another thing I miss is the simplicity of technology. Phones were simple where you place it down after a phone call instead of gluing your face to it for hours like today. Another example is video games. Back then, you simply insert the cartridge into the console or handheld and afterwards just enjoy your time playing the game. Today, it's so much more complex. Almost any game today you can't play without internet access or the game needs to be updated before playing. 
whenever I'm in the mood to play a game and all of a sudden it tells me I need an update for how many gigabytes and an ungodly amount of hours. That frustrates the heck out of me and it discourages me from playing. Bottom line, the old simple days were the good days. Another great episode, buddy. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. I, again, can relate so much. Uh, downloading games now, uh, you go to play something, you're super excited about it. You know, we've only got these little blocks of time now as adults usually to play video games. And you go to play it, you boot it up, you're super stoked, you got your beverage, you got your comfy chair, you got the blinds drawn, and then it says you got a 30 gigabyte update and you can't play the freaking game. <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. You down, Like you go to the store, you buy a game on disc, you put it in your console, it has to install, which is fine, and then after it installs, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, you've got this 50 gigabyte patch that you've got to apply before you can play our game. It's like, what is going on? And the storage systems in the games, like there's just not enough storage and all first world problems, definitely first world problems. And phones were so much simpler. You know, you plugged them in, they'd have enough battery to last for two, three, four days. But also, you know, we've got a computer in our pocket now and that's that's kind of cool. I've, I was having a bit of a, a technology buying crisis right before this video uh, before sitting down to record the podcast because I was thinking about buying another iPhone watch, Apple watch. Um, right now I use this thing. It's called the Mi Fit Band 5. I really like it other than the display is pretty small. But the thing that I really love about it is that it's 14 days of battery life. I just put it on my hand and I forget about it for 14 days. I don't have to worry about charging it. Uh, and I love that about it. And I love how small it is. Um, my, I had an Apple watch three and it broke, like the display just kind of stopped working on it. And, uh, instead of replacing it, I just bought one of these. It was 30 bucks and I've used it for probably two years to this point. Maybe, maybe a little over a year. Just bought my dad the new one for father's day. Cause he, he likes the idea of it, you know, like counting your steps. Um, it tracks your sleep. You can get text messages on it. Of course you can see the time. Um, like you can have a stopwatch on it. It does like most of the things that the Apple Watch does for a fraction of the price. And the battery life is just is just outstanding. But I woke up this morning and Slick Deals was like, Hey Ronnie, Apple Watch Series 6 for $250. What do you think? And I was like, well, that is that is quite an intriguing price. The uh, 7 is the newest Apple Watch and it's got the bigger display which is basically the only difference between it. It's, it's a bigger display. It looks nicer. It's smoother. It's $80 more. You can get an Apple Watch Series 7 right now for $330. But Apple Watch Series 6, it's an always-on display. It's much bigger. And the reason that I'm thinking, you know, moving away from the Mi Fit Band is I tried to see, like, what the date was on it yesterday in the sun, and I couldn't see it because of the text. The text is very small where the date is. The date is the like gray portion. If you're watching this, if you're listening to it, just trust me that the font is like eight point font maybe. And so especially in sunlight, it you just can't see it very well. But then I'm going to get into the, the habit and the routine of having to charge my watch every day, <laughs> every day again, because you have to with the Apple watch, because I'm pretty sure they just don't last more than a day. So I was like, instead of reading reviews and watching a bunch of videos. I was starting to go down that rabbit hole like I do whenever I make a big purchase. 
I'm just going to go and record my podcast, and uh, we'll see how we feel after that. So, you know, maybe this time next week I can talk about how I bought a new Apple Watch for my birthday. Is it a birthday present? Sure, because we're three days from my birthday. Woohoo! I'm turning 38. 38 years old. Pretty crazy. Pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about what we're going to do for birthday week celebrations a little bit uh, later on. Let's talk about the question of the week for this week. It's a it's a weird one. I had to I, like I sat here and thought about it for probably five minutes straight, just to come up with a good answer. And I really don't have a very interesting answer. And in fact, it's something that I even talked about last week. Ironically enough, the question is: What is the strangest thing you believed as a child? The green cards are supposed to be fun and light, and I guess that that's fun and light. But it forced me to think about it because there wasn't really anything that I believed as a child, I think, that was really strange, I don't think. I don't know. Like, we were just talking about the innocence of childhood and just kind of going with the flow, and I feel like that's where my childhood was. There was no there was no trauma in my childhood. So, like, there wasn't that aspect, that dynamic coming at me, where I had to build up something strange in my mind. My parents were always very much straight shooters, like the normal stuff, like Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, you know, like all that stuff. That was... That was real. That was great. So I think uh, I'm going to answer that with with saying that I believe that Judgment Day from the Terminator movie franchise was going to be a real thing. That in the year 1999, nuclear bombs were going to descend upon the Earth and scorch it. And like 99% of humanity was going to get wiped out. The robots were going to rise from the ashes and take over the world. Uh, that's, I, I was pretty convinced that was going to be a thing. I remember it being 1999, like whenever New Year's happened and it, the clock, the calendar changed over to 1999. I was like, okay, well, this is the last year. When are the bombs going to fall? Uh, this is it. So like, I believed that for a long time in 1999, I was 15 years old <laughs> and I was still very convinced that that was going to be the end. And then like, of course, around that time, People were starting to gear up for Y2K. Uh, Google some Y2K if you're watching this in the future and you have no idea what that is. People were pretty convinced that like all of our computer systems were going to fail us. And uh, there were companies that were like having people come in and do all these different things. People were prepping and stockpiling food and water because everybody believed that at the end of 1999, it was going to be the collapse of civilization. So... We've got the robots taking over in 99. We've got the collapse of civilization in 2000. And then what happened at 11.59 when the clock rolled over to 2020? Or no, to 2000? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing happened. Nothing changed. So, you know, we get these things in our minds and we play them up. And I talked about that last week about my health and how, uh, you know, I, I was... Uh, I woke up one evening and I was like, oh, my chest really hurts right there. And I found a lump and I was like, oh my God, I've got breast cancer. Oh no. <laughs> and I couldn't go back to sleep. And then two days later, the pain and the lump totally went away. So somebody shot me in the boob with a paintball gun or something in my sleep. I don't remember what happened. Uh, but yeah, every every lump is cancer. Uh, every robot that I see is going to take over the universe. And, uh, yeah, we're all going to die. You know, probably at some point it'll happen. That's the strangest thing I believed as a child. And then we'll throw in a couple of other random weird things up in there for you. So what's the strangest thing you believed as a child? Chime in this week in the comment section. 
Stuff I watched this week, pretty limited, but pretty um, narrow focus. Last week I talked about how I just started watching Succession, which is a show on HBO. I believe to this point there are three seasons out. And uh, I had just started watching it, and I was into it, and I'm coming back to you to report to you. It's a fantastic show. It's really, really good. It's not for everybody. Um, The most favorite word in that show is the F word. And the most favorite phrase in that show is the F word followed by off. F off. So people say that to each other all the time in it. So definitely not family friendly. There's no, like, not really any nudity. There's maybe a, like a male butt that I can recall, which, you know, <laughs> why is that the thing? I, I think that that's the only nudity in the show. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, very much adult themes. It's about a very rich family that owns a media conglomerate. So like think Ted Turner and like what it's like to be Ted Turner and to have a family. Uh, There's I think four siblings within the family and they're all a little bit different personality wise and they're all kind of jockeying for position to be the successor of this company after daddy goes bye-bye. 